Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glovers Cast once a week. Back again uh, for chat about a few things tonight. Tonight we're going to do our player review of the season. For those who've been long-time listeners, you will have heard us do that last year with uh, great intrigue and a little bit of arguing in between. Um, probably the same tonight. Uh, but before that, let me introduce the regulars, Mr. Ben Barrett. Good evening. And Dave Coates. I'm hoping there's going to be great arguing and a little uh, intrigue. <laughs> Is that that's, my, that's my billing for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great oh, yeah. arguing and little intrigue. Yeah, I'm spoiling for a fight here, Mark, yeah. Mark Little's intrigue, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go into our player review, should we talk about the, the news that dated the podcast on Friday and then the news on Sunday? Yes, New go on then. Go the first. Crack on. <laughs> well, the first news was the appointment of Stuart Robbins to the Yeovil Town board. So, a supporter on the board. What are our, what are our thoughts about that? Ben just kind of like shrugging his shoulders. Yeah, and, uh, good. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. All right. Reckon. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. We haven't really heard anything no. from him. We haven't really heard what a vision might be. He's... Um, he's on the board. It's good that the board is more than one person. 
It's good that uh, it's a genuine supporter who's genuinely had season tickets and does give me a little bit of confidence that he's not going to sit by and, you know, all the doom-mongers who thinks that this is the end, beginning of the end of the football club's existence will probably be a little bit happier knowing that there's someone on the board who would genuinely not want that to happen. So from that respect, good. But we've not heard or seen or had anything from him yet. Um, and we'll judge more when we do. Uh, and what do you think, Doom Munger? <laughs> You're looking at me, are you? <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got no Doom to Munger. I'd agree with everything Ben said there. I'm looking forward to his telecommunications ex- expertise, uh, improving the Wi-Fi connectivity at the football club. Um, that's about he and, it. Yeah. He, and, he and Jurassic Fibre are going to get on very well, I feel. Yeah, they should do, shouldn't they? But uh, yeah, Can't. with it card readers everywhere yeah exactly that's what i want to see i want to see a qr code out of you mr robbins <laughs> we may even get chip and pin oh no come on let's, <laughs> let's not push our luck let's now. go yeah chips we'll go for <laughs> chips and pins that's what we'll go for <laughs> but yeah as ben says i would agree um it's good that there's more than one person and it's good that it's um good that it's supporter but uh as we have done with everybody, judge him on what he does and not what he says. Nothing he said. Are we going to judge him on goals? Um, I don't think so. No, because he doesn't no. really have a. Well, I don't know. He doesn't really have a reputation for goals, does he? But judge no. him. Judge him by the goals that the striker he signs scores. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll judge him by that. Who's <laughs> that again? Adi <laughs> Yusuf. Um... Good luck, Stuart. <laughs> and of course, it wouldn't be a, a week in Yeovil Town without something absolutely mental happening, uh-huh. and that, of course, be, being the uh, CFO, the Chief Financial Officer of Canva, found his Twitter account and um, tweeted that he his group were pulling away from the deal. Uh, there was money in a solicitor's account, but they hadn't been able to reach an agreement. Um, no further comment at this time. Yeah. So that's that's a bit nuts. <laughs> Especially as we didn't even know he had a group until that particular moment, did we? And I, I think he'd forgotten he had a Twitter account because he's had it since 2009, and those are the only four things he's tweeted. But Well, he, he probably knows what's what if he's not spent a lot of time on Twitter. Yeah, he probably does, yeah. yeah. But yes... Damien Singh, and I had to ask you, what's Canva? And then you told me, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that thing that's just advertised everywhere when you go on YouTube, isn't it? So, yes, that's yeah. only, that's only because you've been, that's you've been looking it up and Googling it, so the algorithm now gives you loads of Canva adverts. Well, no, I, um, I, I actually use, have used Canva uh, on a number of occasions to, uh, to make uh, little memes, mostly about things that Scott Priestnell said and didn't uh, <laughs> deliver on. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful irony and all that somewhere. Exactly. There They're really long graphics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so many words on them. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> a, see... like a, a rambling National League board statement. <laughs> I was about to say, did you see that? Uh, um, yeah, so that was a bit of a... Well, just out of the blue, wasn't it, really? Um, I, I did wonder who tweets at 3pm on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, but I think it was... Sunday evening in Australia or wherever Damien Singh was at the time. Um, but yeah. Um, fascinating. Mm. <laughs> that someone 
you know, we're not, I'm not saying he's Mr. Moneybags, but someone of, you know, the stature to be a CFO at a, what was it, $40 billion valued corporation? Australian dollars, yeah. Yeah. Um, must. <laughs> still not a shabby amount of money. <laughs> no, it's I'm not. Like... It's not. It's still, yeah. <laughs> but it's still half the, the, the amount it would be if it's in uh, US yeah. dollars, I think. So, okay. yeah. It's only 30 English sterling then. <laughs> exactly yeah i'd have it in my <laughs> bank account let's put it that way but um yeah i think anyone who you know reaches that level at a company of a growing tech company of that size must know a thing or two about what they're doing maybe not football but that's why have mark bircham in a group with him and other people so um how do we feel about you know it's kind of it's kind of nice to have a bit of certainty i would say um, if we do have that, but it's, I blogged about it in the week that it is so frustrating. Now we know that someone with financial expertise, um, a group behind them and I don't know, just someone who, someone who could probably make a big difference to the football club. We're going to miss out on that again. Sort of three years after we missed out on Rob Kuhig and looking at what he's done at Rec, uh, um, Wickham. Going bad. Yeah, it's a case of what might have been, but we never, we never had it. I mean, it was never, a, a, it was never a thing. You know, we 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 learned that final stages of due diligence were being done in January. Well, it's the end of May now. You know, this has never been a thing. The um, beginning, of, beginning of June. Now. Beginning of June. Yeah. <laughs> so this happened at the end of May. It's now the beginning yeah. of June. It's a long time for the final stages of due diligence. And I think a lot of supporters, me included, who's looking at this from the outside, not knowing what the hell's going on, thinking this is ridiculous. This is all going on this on. This is never going to happen. And I've had this. I've I've kind of had it in my mind for probably a couple of months now that nothing was going to happen on this. Um, and all I would say is, if the CFO of Canva a 40 billion Australian dollar company comes out in January alongside the final stages of due diligence thing and says, Hey, look at me. I'm part of the deal here. I've got a company worth 40 billion Aussie dollars. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's the vision. And Julian Jenkins and Darren Delandro and Mark Birchman, and his here's how it's all going to look and rallies the troops. We don't get to this point and they pull out because the support for them would have been so great. It would have forced everything over the line. I'm convinced of it. So for me, they've missed an almighty trick, which for someone with that kind of business acumen surprises me. Just from an average Joe 20 bob a game punter, I'm sat there thinking, why the hell didn't you say anything in January? Why the hell did you not say anything in February or March or April or the early May? I, I, it just it baffles me. It really does. It confuses the life out of me. And as a self-confessed idiot on all this stuff that's important, it drives me mad. That this has all been done in secret. That's my honest tuppence. Um, that, uh, yeah, nothing from either side has been said, and I think that's bang out of order. Personally, there you go. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with any of that, and I think um, it, it probably is the end of the road, or it seems like the end of the road. But I, I probably say the same thing that I don't think 
I, the end of the road felt like it ended quite some time ago with uh, with that lot because they just seemed to go on and on and on and on and it just became apparent that nothing was uh, nothing was ever going to happen now what connection there is between this guy and this part of the world you know he says he's got family who who um live nearby so maybe maybe that's what it is it, it all does seem a bit uh boggling as to why he's involved and uh, as ben says why nobody came out and said anything at the time i know their tactics seem to be well let's keep quiet and see if we get anywhere well Sorry, that tactics failed miserably, isn't it? So um, there we go. I, I imagine we will ultimately be the losers from it. But what can we do? We just got to carry on, haven't we? Move on to the next, move on to whatever the next thing is. Yeah. Take, and I ne- think- take the next turning and go down the next road. Yeah. And I don't think it's exactly the most shocking news ever to say we offered. <laughs> we offered them come and talk to us if you want to. And we're always giving back fair, polite responses to when the time's right, when the time's right, if this is the right time, whatever. We were we, we offered. It's not like they had no way of doing this. Uh, yeah, it, it, it frustrates me from all angles. Neither side come out of this smelling of roses, if I'm being completely honest. Just my humble opinion. Okay. There we go. That's enough of that. Should we go on to our player review? We can. So... Go on then. Is that, all, is, is that all the news? Yeah, that's it for this week. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, we have we have got some preseason friendlies. We are travelling as far as Plymouth. Oh no, we're not because no, that's at home. Us. We're yeah. travelling as far to Western, aren't we? Western, Western Supermare is as far as we're travelling. Furthest, yeah, yeah. First time we have a northern manager since two thousand and seven eight. They can't be bothered to come up this way. Northern? How northern? He's is from he? the north. He's, well, he's he was born Grimsby. in the north. Yeah, Grimsby Way, isn't he? Oh, I yeah he's, uh, he's pretty, pretty entirely west, southwest isn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. You, you, you've got plenty of games in the north next season yeah to be fair that. i was i was yeah i was looking i was looking at it and having lost kingsland dover and weymouth and gained scunthorpe and uh older happy and days huh? and 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 was that yeah. a bit too far? no 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 and york york looking forward to that one um can we just have a little laugh at wrexham while we get a chance Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lols. Okay. Right. The player review. Okay. This, so we will probably argue about this all the way through. Uh, as usual, with Glover's cast rules, the ratings of one to seven, with seven being the perfect score. We are going to try and combine their performance and their overall influence and how the season went for them. Um, we are marking them individually based on our expectations of them rather than comparing them with other members of the first team. Okay? Okay, apparently. <laughs> you've, you've, you've specified that very closely, haven't it you? Was, yeah. I have copied and pasted hey, what we hey, said hey, last year. Th- there's no arguments here. No arguments here. Well, I'm looking forward might, to it. There might be an argument for <laughs> me, actually. <laughs> yeah. Just right at the start, I felt there might be an argument quite yeah. early doors coming on okay. me, rather than comparing them with other members of the first team lark. I think that's going to come in quite handy. So yeah. breaking okay. that rule quite early on. <laughs> can't, can't break the rule. Oh, well, I am going to. So. Okay, all right. Ben's, Ben's feeling confident tonight because he's had a few beers. I have. <laughs> he's feeling a bit punchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so if you ever go out with Ben. Uh... Chinese food and beers and I'm anyone's. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Okay, right. Let's go with Grant Smith. So I have given Grant Smith a four. Um, I think upgrade on Adam Smith based on last year. Pulled out some great saves, made some important saves throughout the season, but made a few stinkers. And for me, he's a four. If he can cut out the stinkers, in the words of Ben Barrett, he could be a seven. Could be a seven. <laughs> Could be a seven, he says. Outrageous. Just for the just for the clarity, uh, for for those who haven't and wondered why we talk one to seven again, just explain to people where average is in this because average of seven is three and a half, and you can't have halves. So four is average, right? Yeah, because you've got three scores. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go on, go on. Go so four's got so four's got to be average, right? One, yeah. two, three below, five, yeah. six, seven above. So exactly four is middling. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, halfway between one point one and seven is three and a half. That's middle. Yeah, no, but there are seven points on the seven scale. points on one, the scale. Two, three, and there's three either side of four. Okay. So we're four already out. Where we haven't even started the players yet, and we're oh, already arguing. I, I'm not arguing. I'm just asking <laughs> for an explanation of the um, of, of of what's uh, what's middling. Okay. Middling go on, is four. Sorry. There you go. Right. Am I going next? You're going next. Okay, so I'm going up one. I'm going five because he's better than average. And this is a statement. Aside from Josh Staunton, Grant Smith was the number one on my request list to stay. I think everything that good comes from a team that knows its defensive unit early doors. So getting that goalkeeper in, solid, 50 games, lovely. Top of my list. You shut up. <laughs> God, never let Ben manage your team. Jesus Christ, I did pass it round the back. It'd be, yeah. like, it'd be like watching AC Milan in the 90s. It'll be like, just watch the highlights where some someone, I don't know who's going to score goals in Ben's team, but. Uh, Ruben yeah, Reid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's back to goal and just back it in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would disagree with some of that sentiment um, in terms of the most important. But I, I do agree that having a permanent goalkeeper is a definite thing that we needed because obviously we had. So over the past. Um, couple of years we haven't had goalkeepers at our own really if we not not our own signed player anyway so that was a that was a really good thing and maybe I'm judging because I haven't seen Grant Smith make that many ricks but I think the one at Boreham Wood was the one that sticks in my mind that I remember seeing where he um where he tipped it into his own net and obviously I've seen the others on um uh on on, on the tally as well so yeah I see it against Dover yeah exactly yeah I've, I, I wasn't there for that one but I saw yeah, Ian, Ian, did you enjoy the uh, game against Bournemouth in the FA Cup? Yeah. Oh, with Dylan Barnes in goal? No, but did you enjoy the game in general? The the spectacle, the fact that it existed? Yeah. Yeah, because that game doesn't happen without Grant Smith. So, absolutely <laughs> gets more than a four. Or, Char- or Charlie Wakefield. Or Dom you know, Best. You know Dave's given him a four as well. Yeah, I've you? given him a four I, as well. I, I, I agree, but Dave wasn't there to enjoy the Bournemouth game, so I couldn't use that Don't as an example it. for him. All oh, right, But Dave was there enjoy to the Boreham Wood game where he dropped it <laughs> on the defender's head. Yeah, I did enjoy that one. But yeah, I, I, I'd certainly I'd certainly have him back next season. I'd call him solid, if not spectacular. That's good. But you've, yeah. got him, you've got him back. Yeah, Andy that, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think we wrote this before we got... Well, I can't remember. Anyway, four. Four okay. for me. Next. Okay. Right, I'm I'm Ian. Stop. Shush. Um, <laughs> Max Evans, Dave, go first. Max Evans. 
Max Evans barely seen him play, although he did do very well in that game against Altrinham, um out in the final game of the season. But based on the fact that he's barely even played, I don't think can give him more than a three. So a three from me. Absolutely spot on. Completely agree. <laughs> three out of seven should have played instead of Dylan Barnes. Ian Perkins, an absolute shambles. Talk to us. Uh, he did what I expected him to do. He was backup keeper, came in when he was required, played in the cup competitions. Give him a four. Four. Same as I, Grant Smith. Yeah, Same I expect how? I expected Grant Smith to do more. <laughs> did you expect who do you think we were signing when we signed Grant Smith? Too many errors, mate. Too many errors. This is this is outrageous. Uh, uh, do you know what I think? Having obviously, I know what all the scores are here. I think these scores will show that Ian watched us at home a lot last season. <laughs> I think that's what this, this will yeah, show, probably, yeah. and that you and I watched us away. <laughs> I think that's what they'll show. Anyway, yeah. Dave, Fine. do you want to go first on uh, Mark Little? Mark Little. So Mark Little was supposed to be the one, wasn't he? He was the uh, he was the neo of the uh, of the of the summer signings, and um, yeah, obviously got that injury right early, didn't he? In um, uh, in preseason, but so much was made about his quote incredible standards. And whilst when I saw it, uh, when I saw him play, there were a few there was there were signs that he was yeah he's obviously a good player. Don't get me wrong. There's a very good, very good player there. But I think for what we paid for him, I'd have much sooner just kept Dan Moss on 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 loan. So I gave him a three. How much did we pay for him? I don't know, but we we, <laughs> we didn't pay anything for him. But let let's be fair. Um, he's he'd be earning. He'll be earning, won't he? I think I think Mark Little suffered from how good Dan Moss was. Um, I gave him a three. If we hadn't had you know, if who knows if Alex Bradley had decided he wanted to play right back last season and he had been the backup who covered until Mark Little came back, we, you know, we might have been very happy to have Mark Little back, but because we lost Dan Moss and then went on a stinking run with Mark Little in the side, um, that probably impacted him somewhat. I do, I think, I, th- I thought Mark Little did well and I think the, the injury hampered him, didn't it? We had so much expectation when we signed him and he was sort of the signing of the summer. And obviously it all went wrong very early. But um, I think how he, he was the captain on the last game of the season when the captain wasn't there or when other players weren't there. And having watched him the game before at the home game, he was one of the players who I thought didn't look particularly up for it. Um, for him to then be the model pro and turn up for Josh Staunton I thought was pretty big and yeah good character I think but on the pitch I think it might be might be time up for him maybe I've seen not enough games but I gave him what can only be described as a very generous two I didn't see anything in any fixture that made me think he was anything like the player we were promised and thought we'd signed in the summer um, it's funny you mentioned that uh, that end game against Altrium because if you if nobody was wearing an armband and you had to describe to somebody who didn't know a thing about who was the senior leader in the defensive unit, you would have all said absolutely everyone, 100% out of 100, would have all picked Morgan Williams. His brain, Mark, Mark Little's brain is clearly still in the game, but whether it's the injury, his fitness in general, or whatever, his legs have completely gone. He got given the run around a few times by being targeted as our weak link in the defence at times where we even had Morgan Williams at left back. They were still targeting 
Martin Little. He's had an incredible career and one that deserves an almighty amount of respect. And that injury has clearly done more negative for him than positive. But honestly, a generous two and one of the poor, poorer performers that I've seen in my limited, uh, my limited games this season. There you go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry, not Mark. I'm not Mark Little. I'm going to say sorry Mark if you're listening but, yeah. yeah Ben do you want to kick off with Wilco or should we say so last season we need to say what happened last year so last season gave him a three but you know he could be a six I did say that I know he can be a six and I can tell you categorically just as I said 12 months ago I know he could be a six and quite rightly I have given him a solid three <laughs> um, oh, I, my, I'm, I'm going to read this verbatim what might have been I thought we were on course to have Wilco skipper us back to the EFL one too many injuries maybe one too many partners next door to him and I'm still thinking we never saw the best of Luke Wilkinson without question a fantastic leader the group will miss him but I tell you what when he's announced he's left I kind of had a bit of a shrug of the shoulders and gone Hunt and Williams fine by me i, I I think the group will miss him. I think we as supporters watching the team might not miss him as much as maybe we think. How many beers had you had when you said he could skip us back to the EFL? <laughs> <laughs> That'd been a heavy night, that. I think he I think he improved on last year. You think how many red cards yeah. he got last season? <laughs> I think he had a better season this year than he did. So I gave him a four. Um, but still those injuries, those nagging injuries did seem to hamper him. I particularly remember the Chesterfield game at home where he mm. went off and Williams came on and it was too soon for Williams. He wasn't the Morgan Williams he was by the end of the season. And uh, yeah, we really missed him at, at points. So uh, yeah, four from me. Yeah, I gave him a four as well. I think we missed, uh, I think we gained an awful lot of uh, leadership and organisation. I think that's the thing we'll miss next season. Obviously, it depends on who we, who else we bring in in the centre of def- uh, defence. But that was the one thing about Wilco was that surrounded by youngsters in the likes of Max Hunt and obviously Morgan Williams as well. He brought uh, a leadership and, a, and an organisation as well. Um, and I've, <laughs> I've finished there saying, wish him all the best awoken and await the inevitable goal against us when he returns to Hewish Park. So, yeah, I think I gave him a three because of all the injuries he got the year before. But, yeah, it's a four from me. OK, on to Max Hunt. He was last season, falls all round from all of us for Max Hunt. Uh, you guys, what have you what have you decided for Max Hunt this season? I stayed at a four. Um, absolutely delighted that he's staying for another season. That the I'm not sure if it was an extension, a trigger of an extension, or whether or not it was always done. Some conflicting information there, but I think the only reason I haven't given him a five was because of the lack of goals. Someone of his stature going up from the back should be chipping in a little bit more. Everything else about of his game is a five. I would have given it him a five if he just scored a couple more goals. He's that good. And I think actually, if we can keep him for more than just the upcoming season, he's someone that goes on to be a bit valuable as a bit of an, an, an asset to potentially sell one day. Who would like... sell our assets? Well, yeah. hypothetically sell our assets. <laughs> this is where Ben pulls his mask off. He's actually Scott Priestnell, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waving Joe Quigley at us. Yeah. Uh, I do like your your 2021 review of uh, Max Hunt begins with the words tall, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Still is. 
He still is. Still. is. He is still tall, yeah. He's not yeah. started shrinking yet. Uh, I gave him a five, but I think I had recency bias from watching him. He played a couple of home games before he got injured and he was like totally dominant and looked like he'd not missed any time at all. He just came back in and was and was brilliant. So I gave him a yeah, I gave him a five. Um and very happy that he's gonna be there next season if he's not injured. <laughs> yeah. I gave him a four and said, um yeah, well, he might have to change this. If there's a defender I want us to keep, it's Max Hunt. So happy days we did. Um but yeah, definitely a player in the Wilco mould, who's hopefully learned a lot from playing alongside him, but he's certainly someone that, yeah, that is a, a solid point of a, of a defence, isn't it? So happy with that. His, his performances have been so good that it actually makes me not worry too much about the Wilkinson departure. I think yeah. he's that good and can step up to that mantle of being the leader of the back line, especially in the middle. That's how good he is. And the Glovies player <laughs> and young player of the season... Morgan Williams. So last season, I can't remember how many games we played, but we obviously didn't think he was much cop other than Ben. I'll let you take that glory in a minute. Um, Yeah, so me and Dave both gave him a two last season. Did all right in a bleak period, were my words. Um, Not too much to judge him on this year. Go on to Dave. Go on, Ben. Take it. Uh, This time last year, I said, I fear I rate this lad more than others. Bow down to me, lads. Bow down. Um, what a season he had. Genuinely, out of nowhere. Um, I love that little story he told, and, and we put it on the pod a few weeks back, didn't we, about how he was told pre-Rexham that he was going in at left-back, so he was sat YouTubing clips of Ashley Cole and other left-backs on the side of the pitch just to try and get used to the idea of playing left-back, and he made it his own. Absolutely made it his own. Um, really, really chuffed for him. Nice lad. Absolutely delighted he's ours. Uh, for next season as well. Really glad that he's he's got a bit of consistency around him because I think that's only going to benefit him, him more. Really looking forward to seeing what he goes on to achieve with us next season. I'm not going to bow down too much because I'm <laughs> going to be slightly controversial. Although I have given him a five uh, because I do think he was better than average than, than I thought he would. Uh, he's still got a number of things that, and I'm going to ignore the whole bloody, um, you know, judge him on what you expected him to be criteria. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to ignore that. All yeah. your numbers, are, all of your answers are void then, are they? No, no, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to ignore that because, because I think there's, there's a, there's a few mistakes in Morgan Williams. There's been a few times where he has looked uh, troubled. Um, and I put that all down to the fact that he's obviously played out of position for his entire campaign. But if he is a left back, as we were repeatedly told by various different managers, um, then there's there's certain improvements that there needs to be. The one that keeps coming back to me is the the game away at Barnet, and I can't remember the name of the winger, but there was the winger who got sent off when we played Barnet at our place, um, and he just took him apart in the first half, completely took him apart, and just I think against teams or against players with a lot of pace, he he struggles and he's got a lot to learn. But um, there's an awful lot. Um, there's an awful lot good about what has happened. So above average, a five. I gave him a six. Um, I'll, I'll read out what I wrote. Uh, his first full season in men's football and he's played across the back line and at wing back. He stayed fit. He's had seven bookings all season and has been the perfect example of a young player taking their opportunity. Um, so, yeah. And I don't. Do you think he'll be left back next season? 
I don't think he'll be left back next season. No. I think he, I think he may find his way over to right back if, if we, um, you know, I think he could do that quite comfortably. But maybe he'll even partner Max Hunt. But I, I mm. would, I would hope that he's not going to be our first choice left back next season, as I would like a, a flying left-footed left back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's part of me that wonders if we might even see him as a as a left of three in that alongside Max Hunt and then a another on the right. So. Yeah, I think there's definitely a future for him further central, uh, centrally in defence. Mr. Barnett, um, go for it. You guys can go first on this one. Okay, so I'll go for this one then, because I was actually really pleased when we signed Jordan Barnett, remembering that goal he scored against us for Notts County. Mm. And you just thought, blimey, yeah, he's um, he, he's quite good. And, very, uh, and early on, he was the heart and soul of everything, wasn't he? Mostly with his poop housery that he was uh, it was all about but um yeah he was just all action and everywhere and you you couldn't help but love him could you and i think when when we were good he was good um but when we were poor he was uh, yeah he's a, he's a he is a booking waiting to happen he can be uh, a bit of a a liability so i've said in my review i'm not sure he was the chicken and the egg in this situation but he made a break break bright start but um, he didn't uh, do enough to earn a rave review from me. So I put him at a below average three. Yeah, as did I. I think uh, a lot of the uh, shushes to away fans and, and crunching of tackles and things like that gave a lot of people a, a, a mini Carl Dickinson vibe about him. And that's no bad place to be, truth be told, because that's exactly what Carl Dickinson gave us every single week, wasn't it? It was that wholehearted. But when push came to shove, Carl Dickinson was a very, very, very good left back and someone who would not ever let you down. I was so wanted to see Jordan Barnett do well, especially when I was banging on about him going further forward. I thought he had an opportunity and it never really fell for him in any position. And in the end, he ended up being second choice left back, a second choice midfielder and a second choice winger. And it just, yeah, he needs work. He needs refining. I think we need to finish, figure out where he plays and just let him go at that one position before we truly find out what Jordan Barnett's all about. Again, below average three. Yeah, I also gave him a three. He did score a goal of the season, though, so did. fair play to him for that. Um, and obviously, with all the news that came out at the end of the season with regards to the FA charge and that, he obviously had some things hanging over his head. So, um, yeah, a shame. A shame he did look promising. He was the right. He was sort of, he always played on the edge of, you know, of that line where it was, acceptable and I think there were moments where he went over it and I wasn't particularly a fan of, of that like wanting to focus on what he's doing in the game rather than trying to rile up opponents so yes Mr Barnett threes all round yeah. um this one might <laughs> this one could cause some controversy now <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alex Bradley so I'm gonna go first this time um Alex Bradley I have given Alex Bradley a two because I expected him to be our first choice right back at uh, the end of last season. Um, I've written a definite upgrade on Leadbitter. Who remembers him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think him. Bloody hell. Do you remember him? Yeah. And he showed his versatility. Uh, I thought he was going to be, yeah, our first choice right back, a proper fullback, get him forward. Um, and uh, Darren Sale, midway through the season, told us that he wanted to play centre midfield. And I just think he's wasted a season of his career trying to get a central midfield berth where a left back 
in Jordan Barnett has been picked over him. Um, or we've changed the shape. I just, I think he's made a massive error not wanting to play fullback and could have really been important for us this season. It could have negated the need to sign Mark Little and Dan Moss then overtook him. So for me, I gave him a four last year, but yeah, massive disappointment for me. I expected a lot more. Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also a two. I nearly gave him a five last year because of what I thought potential was in front of him. Oh, I have no idea why he decided he wanted to be a central midfielder in a position where we were, we were so, so good. He could have been a right back who helped out in central midfield and it would have been fine. Everything about Alex Bradley was set up to be, it was set up to be his season. It was set up to be his season. We didn't really know where Matt Worthington's place was. We didn't really know the fitness of Josh Staunton at the start of the season. We didn't really know. We didn't know that Lawson Diaz was going to come back. We didn't know what Dale Gorman was going to provide us. We didn't know what Martin Little was going to provide us. We didn't know we had Dan Moss two positions that he should have grabbed by the scruff of the neck and it just never happened. That strange period where he was going through just huge amounts of games, coming off of five minutes getting booked, five minutes getting booked, one minute getting booked. And, oh, yeah, it's so infuriating. I've given him a two as well because he absolutely should have provided so much more. Well, I gave him a three because uh, I, I can't, look back all the time and look back at uh, oh what he did last season let's focus on the here and now let's focus on what what he is and how he did with 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 what he was which i don't think he's a midfielder i think he is still a fullback uh, but he obviously thinks he's a midfielder and that that's probably his biggest mistake isn't it his biggest mistake was apparently telling Darren Sahl that he was a midfielder and therefore he didn't get that opportunity but when i have seen him play um uh, I, th- I think he's looked quite, yeah, com- composed on the um, on the ball. I think I think he's a he's, he could have been a decent player. I think he said last season that um, if he had a full season, he'd be a good player. I still think he could be uh, a good player. I hope he's here next season, um, and I hope he doesn't still think he's a midfielder. But I have a funny feeling anyway. Well. But three from me, below average still, but not as far below average as you two think. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. You three have got a very good dynamic, you know. All three of you are absolute plebs. You three have got a very good dynamic, you know. All three of you are absolute plebs. You three have got a very good dynamic, you know. All three of you are absolute plebs. Okay, and Dale Gorman, our central midfielder, who when I was doing this, I discovered he played more minutes than any other player for us this season, Dale Gorman. Um, he was the new Albi Skendi, wasn't he? <laughs> which, considering he was banned for a very large chunk of it, is quite a shock. <laughs> um, I've given him a four, a lot of free kicks that were hopeless. One that went in, um, <laughs> shots from distance. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it did keep us ticking over when he had the ball. I think he was quite good in possession at points. Um, he was better when he wasn't trying to shoot with it. And the assist he made for Josh Nerfil and the, the winning goal against um, Stockport County was a brilliant assist, um, playing him through. So, yeah. Slap bang in the middle for considering ben. he was meant to be the direct replacement for Charlie Lee. I don't <laughs> think he was quite Charlie Lee, but you could see what they were going for when they tried to replace Lee with with Gorman. Uh, some games really, really good, some games completely anonymous, and like you say, some 40 yard speculative 
attempts at putting a football into orbit were all but disappointing. Um, it could have been so much more. Should have run the show in midfield. Didn't run the show in midfield nearly enough. Can't give him any more than a four. I've gone for four as well. I'm not sh- um, I'm not sure he's that far off Charlie Lee. Mm. I mean, I know Char- Charlie Lee had his uh, had his bad games as well. Uh, I know some people won't like for saying that, but um, but he there there were some moments those bloody for for Charlie Lee we had those bloody long throws, and in my description for Dale Gorman I've just written those free kicks. Oh God, those free kicks! I will have <laughs> nightmares about some of those free kicks. But yeah, he was a I've said an enigma. He's got that experience, the tenacity, the composure, but he gets booked for you know. Every everything and um, yeah, those free kicks. I, I've, I have a funny feeling he won't be here next season, and I've also got a funny feeling that he and Wilco will be scoring against us in a Woking shirt next season. But uh, yeah, yeah, probably those, from a free kick. Yeah, those two will be arguing over free kicks at a yeah, different team next season. Exactly. Yeah, I have a funny feeling. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Mister Worthington. Things are about to get tetchy, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Only one person seems tetchy tonight. I'm afraid. Yeah. And this is the, yeah, he's drinking another beer. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right. Do you want to go on? Who wants to go first with Matt Worthington? I think you should go first with Matt Worthington. <laughs> okay. I've given Matt Worthington a three. A low average three. Yeah. I, three. Gave him, I gave him a three last season as well. Uh, last season, I said, I like Matt Worthington a lot, but he can do more. Um, Seemed to be finding himself last season, as in the 1920 season, and didn't get anywhere near the expectations I had of him. Uh, rinse and repeat. <laughs> no goals. A couple of red cards. Runs a lot. Keeps the ball ticking over. But I think we should have... I expected more from him this season. I thought he was going to grow. You know, he's been with us three years. Is he any better than the day he joined? Probably not. He was probably better... <laughs> when he joined than he is now. And I, I just, I want him to be so much more than he's being for us. And I, I, I just don't, I think there are plenty of midfielders like Matt Worthington in this division who probably get a few goals in the season rather than nothing. Can I just say for his no goals and two red cards, do you forget the goal he scored against Weymouth in the FA Cup? That's not there, uh, Oh, yeah. Doesn't count FA Cup goals on the website. Oh, it doesn't count. No, oh, don't count. Right. It didn't count on the website I was looking at. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Right. So don't they count. didn't have him in there. Only had league yeah. league goals. All right. Okay. He, sc- he scored one header against Weymouth in the Cup. Yeah. Well, that's got to be worth A four. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I've given him a four. I do agree with you that he didn't quite live up to the hype of, um, I think it was uh, Carl Dickinson had said, didn't he, that he could be a real influence. Um, but I would, if he if he left this summer, I would be sorry to see him go. I do think if Dale Gorman's gone, he is a player who could step up into that kind of a that kind of a role. But um, yeah, I think I think more goals would be uh, would be what I'd like to see of uh, more from him. I think the last I saw him, did he play at Altrincham? I can't remember. Did he? Did no, he bet? He was injured. No, no he's injured. No, that's right. Yeah, because he wasn't there, was he? But um, yeah, so the last time I saw him was getting sent off against Kings Lynn. So maybe that's um, blinkered me a bit to give a bang average four. Del Gorman has a Matt Worthington poster on his bedroom wall. <laughs> I reckon. Um, that's who he dreams of being. 
I've 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 given him a five because I think he really grew into the season. Yeah, shaky start with that red card. That that that'll throw anybody off to, to start a season. But I think he grew into the season and became so vital, just became first name on the team sheet. You knew what you're going to get out of him every single game, whilst everything else was going crazy around him. You could rely on Matty Worthington putting in that performance every single time. I want to see him next season. I want to see him and Staunton in the middle of the park running things. Uh, yeah, five for me. Um, it's one up from a four. He's probably not that close to a six, but I will say that I think he is far, far better um, than than I think he, he maybe gets credit for in general, not just on this sort of mini little chat here with us, but I think he's I think he's such an important player and can be such an important player. Sorry, Dale Gorman, but even if you stay, mate, I don't want you in front of Matt Worthington in the first team next season. There we go. When gingers go to war. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Come on, Ben. We've got, we've got to let you do the next one. Yeah, well, this is the this is the easiest one of the lot. This is so so simple. Josh just Staunton. read out, just read, just read out what you've written. Just build the statue. Six done. <laughs> I've, I've 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 written about it before. I did a blog. He's the most important player to this football club since Terry Skiverton. I stand by it. I've, if anything, since I wrote the blog and to this point, that has been enhanced. He will captain the team next season. He will be the most important player next season. He was a four last season because of the fact that we couldn't get any games out of him. If uh, truth be told, I said, get 40 games out of him and he's nailed on for a six. I think he played 38, six, nailed on. Uh, yeah, absolutely the most important player we had to sign. Got it done. No question. Six, minimum. I mean, I know it's um, I know it's Josh Staunton, and you know you can't not give give, give him a six. But I think there's be, be, based on the averageness of the season that we've had, giving anyone a six is is bold. And I've I've given one person a six. I think I give him a well. I don't think I would. I have given him a five. But yeah, he's um, I did start by saying what's not to love about him. I think there is yeah, literally put his body on the line, didn't he, and let it get torn in places and then uh, <laughs> and then carried on playing even though it was torn in places but yeah if you want if you're in a war you want you're back onto wars again now aren't we you want just Staunton <laughs> alongside you um yeah resign him brilliant yes give him the armband let's go i yeah but five for me and a five from me as well sorry is that is that, is that it is that it? Yeah. Just well, five, no, no I mean, justification. I'm reading I'm reading what I wrote and maybe I should have given him a six but um uh, make the, the change make the, the change you can uh, say six now. Right now I'm no speaking. it's not it's not you can say six it's okay i don't have to no you don't have to but you should and peer pressure in bed <laughs> captain in waiting he literally did it all for, <laughs> for us this season um and yeah if you build the squad with his image and his mentality uh we'll we'll do all right um but yeah i think yeah a five for me, he did better than he did. I gave him a three last year because we hardly saw him because of his injury. So, um, yeah. yeah, he's on. He's on the way to a six. He could. He could be a six. <laughs> you've not. You've not given him a six out of spite. Is what you've not done there. <laughs> Don't influence me. Um, <laughs> I wrote this like two weeks ago as well. So he could have gone, and it would have been a worthless six. Um, so yeah. he'd have still got the six if he'd have gone. It's fine. Okay. He wouldn't. He'd have been broken hearted. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't have even included it. 
funny because it's true. Lawson uh, Diaz. I only want to be with you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Lawson Diaz, you can go first on Lawson Diaz, Dave. Me? Yeah, okay. So Dave. I've said, uh, yeah, I am, Dave. Yeah. Um, I've, I've started off saying, can I just cut and paste last year's review here? Such a player, so much quality, just didn't see enough of it. I still love him to be with us next season. I have a feeling that he won't. Um, but yes, obvious quality in, in so many places. But um, did we? Yeah, we didn't see as much as, as, as we should have done, did we? But yeah, a three for me. I was also a little bit copy and paste from last season. I said last time, he's a League One player. I think he probably still is a League One player, a classy, classy midfielder. He's, uh, he's changed his game a little bit, a little bit more defensive. Um, that oh, I hate the phrase, but it's the best way to use it, the quarterback role in midfield. Can play higher levels, probably will play a higher level. I don't expect to see him back at Jewish Park next season, but I would love it if he would. And you gave him a four? I did, yes, yes, sorry. Uh, I gave him a four as well. I thought it was a, a real bright, you know, bright moment of the season when he came back and he really turned us around. He provided a lot of quality on the pitch when we really needed it in midfield because we only had Matt Worthington and Dale Gorman. Um, <laughs> I was uh, relieved that he came through the season without injury because after last season where he played a little bit too much towards the end, putting his body on the line and got that really bad injury. I was glad um, that he, he didn't do that again. Um, I don't think he reached full gear for us last at the end of the season. Um, I think a lot of the games we were in were, you know, they were all dead rubbers, weren't they? There was not a lot at stake towards the latter half of the season when he was back in the thick of it. And I would like to see what he can do uh, you know, in fifth gear, I think he was taking. I I don't think he was taking it easy in an unprofessional way, but I think he was just being careful because he either knew that he was going to be looking for something else at the end of the season, or he just didn't want to, you know, take any major risks and give himself another massive injury. So, yeah, a four for me, but I don't. I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll see him again either. I think that's Lawson's time at Yeovil done. Which is a shame. Massive shame. I think he's a good influence off the pitch as well. Although it does free up a few more co-commentary positions for you and I next season, Ian. So. And Dave, maybe, if Dave... And Dave, to... maybe, yeah. True. I mean, not that it's ours to offer, but... <laughs> <laughs> I will not be taking that offer if it comes my way. <laughs> Charlie put Wakefield. Down. Put that down. Charlie <laughs> Wakefield. Uh, the best on earth. Oh, Ian, don't you know what he's worth? <laughs> five, apparently. Across five. The board. five yeah. <laughs> Five's across the board. Yeah. The star man on the right. Um, yeah, I think he was, he's probably surprised us all, hasn't he? Mm. I didn't think we, well, I definitely didn't think he'd be playing centre forward at any point based on the YouTube highlight reel that came out when we signed him. Um, and after all the injuries, isn't it, I think, I don't think it's, Wrong of me to say that he played more games for us than he'd played in his combined clubs previously. So, brilliant. Let's hope he stays. Yeah, I can't see it though. I think he's going to have uh, plenty of suitors willing to take a bit of a gamble on on a, a checkered injury pass because he's put in a full season without a proper injury. Um, I think he's probably going to find himself a cracking little League One, League Two club somewhere. Um, 
he gets people excited. He gets people off their seat when he gets the ball. Something's going to happen. Yeah, nice finish on him. Scored a couple of good goals. I've also given him a five. I think he's uh, I think he's a top top talent who's been really unlucky in the past. He did yeah. miss a did miss a couple of sitters as well. Yeah, but that that's maybe why he was at this level because he had that he didn't have that consistency. He hadn't put in a couple of those seasons yet. Um, yeah, he's he's got a big football league career ahead of him. I mean, I also he's not a striker either. He's, we signed no. him as a midfielder. So it, in those moments when you'd you know you know if Ruben Reed had been there, they'd have you know been been put away. But um, Charlie Wakefield's not not quite that striker. By put away, do you mean in the store cupboard? <laughs> Why well, he'd, he'd have passed it wide or you know back it to someone? Yeah, there got go. got five. Got a five from me as well. I think if I go, went by the silly rules of this uh, game and <laughs> and based him on what I expected of him, then I, I, the same I, rules as last year. I expected nothing of him or very little <laughs> of him, and he's you know proved me wrong. And he with his uh, well, when a player's got that many injuries and has you know played so few games for for clubs but yeah i just hope wherever he, he goes he's, he's definitely a winger i don't think he's a through the middle um uh forward he's he, he's a winger get him out on get him out wide um and let him torment fullbacks not our fullbacks please yeah but yeah um i think he's he's better than this division and hopefully he thinks he's better than this division as well tell you who else is better than this division hey and also talking about wingers. Yeah. But we're talking about one that is already our player for next season. Yes. Tom Knowles. What can we say about this one? I think in, in so much as I have to start the Josh Norton one, I think you have to start the uh, Tom Knowles one, Ian. Well, I think by far and away our player of the season, in my view, um, the way he just picks the ball up and runs at players and the way he turns wingers in uh turns fullbacks inside out i think you know on a handful of occasions last year you've seen him torment a fullback turn them and then put it in the far corner of the goal like just brilliant and the, the variety of goals he scores as well it's all the goals he scores are different he can score them from distance he can run with it and just somehow find a way to put it past a keeper from impossible angles just Massively important player for us at the top end of the pitch and, yeah, as important to us going forward as Josh Staunton will be. Again, let's just hope he is... Let's hope there's a contract being worked on. I think this one's an extension triggering. Um, let's hope it's there's a contract being worked on and we can have him for a few more years because he is going to go places. If he can, you know, he's very young to still be, you know, being bashed about in the National League that he's going to be well set up to go much higher than the level he's at now. Ben, explain to us why Tom Knowles wasn't even the second best player for us this season. When did I say he wasn't the second? Well, you said Josh Thornton obviously was the first and then yeah. you said Grant Smith was the no, second. No, I didn't. I said Grant Smith was the most important one to get sorted. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. Well, well, the same same question then. Why wasn't Tom Knowles the most important one to get sorted? This is going to be slightly controversial because there are other Tom Knowleses about. Because we there is Josh Noyfield, there's Charlie Wakefield, there's other players that can do what what Tom Knowles can do. No, there's not. I, I would I, not I would argue that neither up. of those players <laughs> could do what Tom Knowles did. But what I'm saying is there are other players that have 
attacking talents. Attacking um, talents, yeah. But I want Tom Knowles because he's the best of those players that are available to us. And I am absolutely delighted that he's staying. Absolutely delighted that he's staying. And I think we should, however our attacking lineup looks next season, I think we all agree it's going to look very different to what it does this season. It will all revolve, it should all revolve around Tom Knowles' strengths. He's that good. Yeah, I, I would agree with you that there are players out there that have, have got that attacking talent, but I, I don't think it's, it's Tom Knowles' attacking talent that I like the most. I said in the, my review here, at the final day against Ultradom, it was the most dead rubber of dead rubber game, and he wanted it more mm. than anyone else on the pitch, when really he didn't need to. And in reality, he could have been walking away um, come, come the end of the season, but he just wants it all the time. I said, we all dream of team of Tommy Knowles. Let's, let's have let's have 11 of them. Let's clone him. Heck of a goal, by the way, against Altrium. Yeah. Little flick back behind his legs and then to find a goal at a small angle in a situation, like you say, where it did not matter in the slightest. So, yeah, massive, massive, massive signing. Delighted he's with us. There we go. Tommy, Tommy Knowles. Um, <laughs> six is all round. Uh, speaking uh, of six, uh, yeah, lots of sixes, sixes coming all around. Yeah, lots uh, of coming for the next bit. Ruben Reed, <laughs> Dave, do you want to go for <laughs> only one place to start? <laughs> you know what's coming, don't should you? We, yeah. Should we do? Hang on, let's do your review from last year. He's okay, a, he's a striker, so you judge him on the goals and three, including two penalties in twenty-seven appearances, isn't enough. He looked a yard off it to start with and a yard off it to finish with but there was enough between to stop me making him a one. Yeah. And he's got a two again, <laughs> because I promised I'd judge him on goals he scored. We all did, didn't we? Um, and three in 25 games is only a marginal <laughs> upgrade from... It's an improvement. Uh, yes, yeah, an improvement, but still not good enough. And I know he missed a good, good chunk of the season um, and he's had knocks and other issues. But yeah, if we're going with the, what did you expect from him at the start of the season? Then I expected more. So two for me. We are going with that because that's the rule at the very top of the <laughs> top of the show. <laughs> it's a two. Yeah, a two from me. Um, yeah. I think injured in pre-season. I think what I saw of him in pre-season, I thought he, you know, he looked a very different player and looked all right. But I am still annoyed that we prioritise Ruben Reed over Courtney Duffus. And he was the striker who made way to allow us to bring in Ruben Reed. Very annoying. But there we are. I've simply put, I tried so damn hard to stick up for Ruben Reed. Um, and I just want to read you last year's review of mine, really. We all agree we need more from him going forward. Copy and paste this season into next, and it'll be hugely marked down. But for Summer's tacking stability, I've given him a four. That was last year. This year, we do copy and paste it. He was okay at bringing others into play. The reason we're not in the playoffs is a lack of goals. And he was charged with scoring the goals. He didn't do it. Therefore, he is one of the reasons we're not in the playoffs too. And a fairly generous one of that. And I tried, I tried. You can't say I didn't try. You were very trying, Ben. I'll give you that. Yeah, you're very trying. And yeah. on to the, his, uh, his partner in crime, Adi Youssef. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two's all around. Yeah. <laughs> Two's all around again. 
But I mean, um, Ben, do you remember when we spoke to, um, oh, I forget his name now, Joel, was it, from the Solio podcast yeah. when he signed? And uh, and he uh, we we thought this was a guy you could fill Reese Murphy's uh, boots, didn't we? Goes to show. <laughs> Don't listen to a fucking word we say. <laughs> when he wasn't, when he didn't have to think too much, he was yeah. actually quite good. <laughs> that goes a lot to say about him. Um, I think I've, I've given him a two. Fit as a field striker who just couldn't hit a barn door with a banjos. Nice strikers finished last two. And he probably only got a two because he got a couple of games for Tanzania and it kept me interested for a couple of weeks. I mean, I, I saw him score a brace. Yeah. I saw him score against two against Woking. But that was um, it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the header against Barnet. So he showed. It's and weird, he, isn't it? Because he Nice missed... finish against Stock, Stockport away to finish off at 3-0. Very nice little finish that. He had it. He had it. But for whatever reason, it just, uh, you know, and I, I wonder if part of the reason was we used him as a striker to come on and... Mm just have a little bit of a pop at defenders and bump into them and cause them problems rather yeah. than perhaps playing to, you know, he might have had some strengths that we never really saw, but he was, he was a little bit, a little bit Miley Cyrus, wasn't he? He came on as a wrecking ball and that was it. Game over. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't get it. I don't, I don't know whether we didn't use him to our, uh, to his advantage. I don't know, but yeah. And another one who I don't expect to be here next season and I'm kind of okay with it. And he stole Charlie Wakefield's pan, not ham. <laughs> it's grey ham. Grey ham. Weird. <laughs> Why would he even eat it? Yeah. Uh, on to the loanies. Mm. We've had a decent class of loanies this season, haven't we? Um, well, it's been hit and miss. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, well, the four, five top ones have been all right. Anyway, let's go through them. Uh, first one on the, my list is Dan Moss. Um, I think our season would have been quite different had we kept hold of Dan Moss and he not go to Leighton Orient to play no games. Um, I think, yeah, a real shame that we lost him, uh, a loney that we'll keep an eye on, although now he's gone to Woking, well, maybe not so much. Um, but yeah, a real shame that we lost him when we did because I think he was really growing with us and he probably would have been up there for player of the season, shout had he stayed, I would have thought, because he was... He was that good in the short time he was with us. Yep, I agree. He's going places, namely the championship. Maybe not next season, maybe the season after, the season after that. He's that good. I think of Connor Roberts when I think of him, and Connor Roberts has gone on to play international football for Wales and play in the Premier League. And I think Dan Moss has the potential to follow that same trajectory. Hugely gutted he's off to Woking. He should have been priority target number one to bring in. He really should, but hey, there you go. Only he had the same opinion of himself as we have him. That's all I'll say. He wouldn't be a bloody woke in, that's for sure. Things to be for fives. And Maybe he's being poorly advised. There you go. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a lot of players scoring against us for woking, isn't there? They're all going to have one. We're going to get battered against woking. Uh, is what we've oh, we are, yeah. It's 3 0 already. Yeah. Sal's <laughs> going to come on and nod one in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Jack Robinson. Uh, I've given him a four. Uh, I thought he was always reliable when he came on and when he played, he he, he was good. He was very steady, decent left foot on him. Um, and I think we saw, there was that period where we didn't really see a lot of him, was it? Either he was injured or Aaron Sowell maybe didn't fancy him, I'm not sure. But when he came back into the side when Charlie Lee took over, I thought he was 
really good playing in a normal position at left back and left wing back. Um, yeah, did all right. Four. I've given him a four as well. I said nearly a brilliant signing and he was nearly brilliant. He was utterly brilliant at Solihull in the nil-nil draw that I was there for, especially when Max Hunt got sent off afterwards. I thought he was absolutely incredible. Looked very good at Ultium on the final day as well. Another one that really gave it his all um, in that final dead rubber game. He gets a four for me. Um, shame he couldn't nail down a place a bit longer though. I think this time next year, and if you said Jack Robinson to me, I wouldn't have I'd forgot who you're talking about. And that could be my age, but it also could be, put him, I've said here, put him next to Jonathan Grounds in the loans from Middlesbrough folder. And everyone's going, <laughs> who? No. Yeah, exactly. Is, is Jonathan Franks in that uh, folder as well? He probably is, yeah. Not Matty Dolan, though. No. Uh, Matty, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a three from me for Jack Robinson. Uh, on to sunny blue low Everton Dave you can you can start us with that one as well I've given him a three as well um, he's obviously a you know, he's obviously got got class and I think I, I'll try and remember him for the, the game I remember seeing him play at Stockport and uh, Altrinham as well maybe there's a sort of a 25 mile radius in South Manchester that he really turns it on him but uh, he generally I think he was more anonymous than he was anything else so yeah a three from me yeah, I've said that he'll get far more out of the loan than Yeovil ever did. I think he's going to grow up hugely because of this season. Um, he's been offered a new deal at Watford, presumably to go back on loan somewhere, possibly a little bit higher. He'll score. He'll come up on the video printer on Soccer Saturday in about three years' time, scoring at the top end of League One. Of that, I have no doubt. And we'll go, oh, yeah, remember him? Fine. Four. He's going he's gonna to have a big, big future, I think. Yeah, I, I've given him a four as well. I think the sunny who started this season was totally different to the Sonny who finished this season. I think the way he's progressed over the the season, I watched him get bullied out of so many matches at the start of the season because he just did not, just wasn't physically up to it, whereas I felt he certainly held his own a lot more um, towards the end of the season. Brilliant with the ball at his feet and obviously that type of player who's... clearly trained at a Premier League academy because he's so technically sound um, that, yeah, there's obviously that quality there. But, yeah, a four for me. I'm, I'm, I think his next loan is a big one for him. To Woking? <laughs> Why do, who knows? Four nil. It's four nil. But, but, but I think maybe it will have to be because I don't think I think Darren Sahl's relationship with him is probably a big part of it was, was the main reason why he was with us last season. Um, and I think he needs that. I don't know how many other managers would take a punt on him. Uh, his size and stature without knowing, knowing him. Not sure. Yep. Uh, ben Barkley. Mm. Now, I don't know if I saw more Ben Barkley than you guys did. Maybe I did, but I gave him a five um, because he came in when we really needed a defender and he was, I thought he was brilliant, um, really reliable, good with the ball at his feet. And, you know, I'd go as far to say I want him, I, I'd try and sign him for us. I don't think that, that'll happen, but if, you know, if we could, um, he'd be one who I'd, I'd have back in a heartbeat because I think he was brilliant and really important to us at the end of the season when we needed to turn the results around. He came in and was was crucial. 
Yeah, you did see a bit more of him than we did, but I also saw the first, first 45 minutes of the game that we played away at Stockport where he was truly <laughs> horrendous in the back for Stockport. Let's not beat around the bush. He was terrible. But what a brilliant addition he was for us towards the back end of the season. I agree with you. If there's any way, shape or form that Stockport... Now, of course, the Football League Club don't want him next season and want him to get a full, complete year of being top dog in defence. He's more than welcome back. I would love to see Ben Barkley back at the club. I'd make that three. I'll have him back as well. Good uh, footballer as well mm. for a centre-half. Yeah, mm. Very comfortable on the ball. But yeah, dependable, reliable. But um, yeah, he was a... In an average season, he was he was solid. So I'll give him a, a solid four as well. And on to... Oh, we've given him a six here, Ben. Um, yeah. What a loney. Josh Nerfil. Um yeah, seeing him come back, and I think it was. I think there's a bit of sentimentality in my school because we saw him on streams scoring goals and never got to see it in person. So for him to see it, in, for, for us to see him do it in person, and I think the way he has changed. You know, he, when we signed him last season, he was like a boy, whereas he's come back and he's like massive <laughs> and playing through the middle holding off defenders and 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 really playing like a striker and I've, I've i've written that the way he was running at defenders and watching the defenders like panic running backwards with him running at the, with the ball it was it was like watching Thierry Henry at points and i know that's like you know that's mental because he's obviously not Thierry Henry because he's playing for Yeovil town um <laughs> on loan but he has that way of when he's running with the ball he just glides with it and defenders absolutely brick it yeah I didn't quite go as far as Thierry Henry but I did say he's got a bit of the Andros Townsend's about him also 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 gets, <laughs> that is a uh, bit of a downgrade isn't it? from Thierry Henry <laughs> to Andros Townsend <laughs> um, yeah a, a bit of a downgrade but still not a bad still not a bad upgrade from National League middle of the middle of the National League so I think I think yeah. His, his future is as high as he wants it to be really the the future of of his career is is yeah it's it's going places isn't it i don't think we'll see him back at hewish park anytime soon unless we are lucky enough to get a very good side in a cup competition in a few years time you think he'll go to woking <sighs> no <laughs> already been to woking hasn't he remember seeing him i think he came on against us um in a game there once but uh yeah uh, after seeing him stretched off at altering and the last game i saw of last season i don't think i thought that he would come back to be the player that he was but um yeah i think it's another one a bit like wakefield when we played to his strengths he was amazing unstoppable but uh, and I, I think the games i saw him play where he wasn't as good the old shot game on Good Friday springs to mind for me when he was playing through the middle alongside Ruben Reed. Um, he 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 wasn't great there, so he obviously yeah he's playing on loan for us, as you say. So he's obviously got some some things to learn. But he was yeah he was fantastic. I I gave him a five because um, I couldn't give anyone other than Tom Knowles a six for this season. But um, I'd have given him a five if he'd been around for a bit longer. Probably would have given him more than that. <laughs> Dylan Barnes is next on our <laughs> list. Uh, ben, ben, you've gone quite high for Dylan Barnes. I, I've, I've, I've been generous. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've given him a two 
because he's only made two big game players. Um, I've written Max Evans watching on Bridge thinking. One. <laughs> Max Evans was watching on thinking, really, this guy. Um, I've given him. I've given the reason I'm not giving him a one is because it cannot be easy coming into a team on ten minutes notice because it was a strange period of time where we were playing a game every day to come in for two massive fixtures against Torquay and and Bournemouth. And just and just hit the ground running, especially as a goalkeeper, to drop a clanger in the first game, confidence must be shot to pieces, and then to do it again in the second game. I've just I couldn't quite. He's been battered enough. He's he's been rubbish enough. He didn't need me sticking the boot in and giving him a one. So I that, that really you. would have that really would have hurt. Him, wouldn't it? <laughs> so I'm really looking for what Ben's saying. About I know. It. <laughs> so I've um I've I've left that to you. Uh, yeah, I just said a bad signing. One. Yeah. I just took awful. Some took some some counsel from our older shot fan Pete who um saw him for a few more games and asked the question how is he even a footballer so yeah a one from me as well sorry we Dylan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and the other one who uh people might forget him but he had a he had a few games um Ben Seymour um I've given him a three uh, because I thought there was a decent player there, and it all sort of got cut short a little bit quickly. Um, was it he? He was annoyed he wasn't getting games, wasn't he? I think. Uh, uh, wasn't it Jordan Dyer that was annoyed he wasn't getting games? Maybe it was both of them. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. I think their manager was annoyed that they weren't uh, getting okay. games, wasn't it? Yeah. But the I think manager. I think there was a striker. There was a striker in there. There was something different than we had as well up front. He wasn't mm. like. Yusuf, he wasn't like Reed. Who else did we have up front at that time? Quigley. He was he was a different type of player. So I I would have liked to see more of him. And I, I know he's been released by Exeter, hasn't he? And I don't know if he signed for anyone yet, but hopefully Chris Hargreaves is on the phone because I I wouldn't mind seeing him up front for us next season and giving a shot. Yeah, I, it was weird because I I wrote my comment without reading yours, and I feel like actually we're a bit similar in that respect. Um, I think there's something there. I do think there's something there. Um, I know he missed his penalty against Weymouth, but again, put yourself in that position, young lad on loan, you know, being asked, do you want to take a penalty in this magnitude of game for, for the fans and all the rest of it in those conditions? I know he missed, but it's gutsy. And I like a bit of that. I know. Yeah, (laughs) it's what I mean. So I think there's there's something there. I would like to see more of him. Now, Dave, Dave, I've, I've no idea what you're doing. No, you haven't you haven't rated Benzema. No, because I haven't written anything. I obviously Absol- forgot completely who he was, didn't he? When I was uh, contempt for the uh, for the entire yeah, contempt, process. I got complete I, and utter contempt for Ben Seymour, yeah. Um, I no, I, I mean I, I haven't written anything because I don't think I scrolled down far enough, but I will write something before this gets published. But uh yeah, I, I don't think I saw him play. So well, yeah, give him a give him a two, I don't know, maybe, yeah. Something like a two. Something like it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd have to see him play to actually know anything about him. Because he, if I remember, he played a load of home games, or he played a, a handful of home games when we were really bad. That dreadful, yeah. that dreadful run at home. Uh, and then I think he play. He didn't play against Grimsby, if I remember. Didn't he get COVID? So he didn't play. The oh yeah, yeah. He didn't play the Grimsby game, and then he left after that. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he played. Is it Woking at home following the Grimsby game? Um, so, yeah, that'll, that'll be why you didn't see him because he was a 
Anything at home. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe if we get him back next season, see what uh, see what comes of him. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't talk about Jordan Dyer because we never saw him. Um, Mitch Rose, because why would we? Um, <laughs> we didn't talk about him when he was here, so why yeah. would we give him any credit now? Yeah, there we go. So that is the player review for 21-22. I can't wait for Glover's Cast listeners to tell us how wrong we are. It's one of my favourite <laughs> things that happens with this podcast. Yeah, I think famously last year. Did you give Albie Skendi a six last year? No, it wasn't. It wasn't the Ted. It wasn't. It wasn't the headline. I nearly. I nearly sixed him. I don't think I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, goodness me. Um, okay, what else have we got to talk about? The survey. If you've not yet had a look at the um, the, the Glover's Cast end of season survey, you like to ruffle some feathers. No, we haven't. There's <laughs> there's about forty forty five questions uh, about you, your views, uh, and the football club. Um, feel free to answer them, please. We're, we're well on the way to 300, so let's set a little another stretch target. See if we can get over 300. Let's see if we can get to 400. That'd be good. Um, and then um, you know we'll we'll share the findings and tell everyone what you all think about each other. I th- I think there has been uh, suggestions uh, or a suggestion I should say on Facebook. I think there were dog whistling, which I did have to look up, uh, uh, suggesting that some of the questions were slanted towards giving a more negative answer. But Ian, you're the only person who can see the the results. Am, am I right in saying that there's a quite a number of people who have strongly agreed with things as well as strongly disagreed with things, and strongly agreed with things that could be considered to be Strongly agreeing in a positive way as well. Is that yes. fair to say? <laughs> yes. Would you strongly agree with that statement, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um. Yeah. I. I mean. I. <laughs> I genuinely haven't written these questions to the intent of slanting them one way. Um, <laughs> for example, that you can disagree with them strongly or agree with them strongly, and yes. that's what people are doing. You so... Machiavellian genius, you. <laughs> Yes. So, Ready um, to bring down Yeovil Town with what yeah. one survey question at a time. <laughs> I tell you, so, people yeah. think we're a lot cleverer than we are. That's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> Who? I don't well, Who yeah, thinks people, we're cleverer than we yeah, are? Obviously not a listener. Not a listener. Yeah, obviously not. No. <laughs> Just yeah. like surveys and isn't happy with this survey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah. there you go. So the one, not, the one, yeah, the one thing on. I did say about uh, uh, about this is that the the thing that will be worse than that, uh, someone asking you your opinion is someone not asking you your opinion, and if so anyone else can point to me apart from the Glovers Trust, um, uh, who ask their members a um, a survey of this kind, can anyone else tell me anything in Yeovil Town where anyone asks your opinion in this kind of way? Answer on a postcard, please. What's the address? Ian's garage, somewhere <laughs> just outside of Milchester, <laughs> BA something or other. There we go. There you go. <laughs> They'll find it. They'll find that. <laughs> Ian's garage. <laughs> Is that Are us? Is oh, that no, us Adam, Adam, Adam Lockwood. Listen to Adam Lockwood. He said some things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Dave were sort of looking at each other at one point when Adam, Adam said the word tret. Yeah. Um, Come on, Ben. Give us ben. the Yorkshire translation of the word tret. Well, he was saying how well or how badly that a team had treated him before. Yeah. 
So well, that means treated him. It's the, the past tense of treated, right? Yeah. The past tense of treat, yeah. Yeah. And this is a Yorkshireism, is it, Chet? I think so. Yeah, they yeah. do just they do just shorten words for the sake of yeah. it up here. They just lose yeah. vowels. H's, I find in Lancashire, lots of H's. I think there's like drawers full of H's that people have dropped. Yeah. Probably all the spare ones they're not that they're not using over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we all talk proper down here. Yeah. <laughs> you just add the we, down down south. We add the word two at the end of sentences completely <laughs> unnecessarily, and Where's it's wonderful. Two? Where's that two? Yeah. Where's that two? Where is he two? Okay. Right. Cool. So ask for another week until uh, we've I got think. GCQs. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus Sorry. Christ. There's yeah. only three, but oh, people okay. are bothered to ask. Let's let's ask. Let's bother to answer. Yeah. <laughs> can can I can I ask the, the a, a, a question from Steve six zero nine zero nine nine four seven? Just in case, you know, not the mistaken with not the four eight. Yeah. No, not four eight, no, okay, four yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah. GCQs, if we could have any National League striker from the 2021-22 season, who would it be? Any National League striker? Uh, Joseph Quigley. Hmm? <laughs> any. That's a huge pick <laughs> That's a huge... of any National League striker. <laughs> his, na- his, his name is Patrick and he won't be a National League striker next season. No. No. I, I, would, I would say the same out of pure... Um, Misty-eyedness, I think. Although, no, I can't say it. Mold, no, mold, no, mold, no, nope. Maladonna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say Maladonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's a good player, isn't he? It's a travesty that he's played in the National League. Yeah, yeah but it's hilarious that he's playing in the National League. Um, yeah. a, a a good solid mention for Andrew Dallas because we nearly did have him yeah, as well, yeah. and he scored a boatload of goals. Yeah, I hope I hope they. Uh, well, I see. You no, know, do I hope? Well, maybe geographically, I do hope they go up because it's uh, Grimsby would be better for uh, Ben and I. But um, yeah, I, I don't think I mind he goes up out of Solly. I'll be quite happy with either of those. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much Team Solihull for going up. Because yeah, you don't down. like the press box. I don't like the press box at Solihull, and I didn't get to go to Grimsby this season. So two birds, one Solihull-shaped stone. It'll show, I don't know if you've, well, I know you've seen the map, but if Solihull go up, it will definitely show yeah. the north-south divide of this um, of the regional divisions. Yeah. I think um, Nottingham is about as far south as you get until you get to, like, yeah. Barnet, isn't it? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Go. All right. Um, uh, yeah, Mullin for me. Um, Joey Chinnick, when do you think the club are going to let us know about all the other players out of contract and the coaching staff? Well, we well, said it last week, something's got to make this podcast out of date. Yeah. So we have been told that there is a released and retained list on its way. Um, and it could well be in, let's say, the next five days or so. Uh, a lot of other clubs have put theirs out, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of them. Um, but yes. And the coaching staff thing, I, yeah, that's got to be, that's got to be something assistant manager y, goalkeeping coachy, first team coachy, <laughs> physioe, physioe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not so panicked about the coaching stuff until no. you get to pre season and you don't have any coaches. Yeah, I kind of like them in. But we, but it's probably the same as it is with players, isn't it? There's loads of players out of contract. There's coaches will be move, moving about. I think 
What's the point in having? We're not coach? talking about actual coaches here, you know, not like ones <laughs> with wheels. What's the point in having a load of coach? What's the? P- I know it's you know, you know it's yeah that we want coaches to do the training, but until pre-season starts, I don't think we need to panic too much. Um, we've had seasons where we've not even had a goalkeeping coach. Look how we finished last the last season. Josh Staunton was the manager at the end of last season. <laughs> we didn't have a coach at a club. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not overly. I, I more want to know about the players because that's you know, that's a gen. You know, we know these players. We know who they are, and we will feel sad or happy about them going. But yeah, you know, until until we've got a team to coach, I'm not bothered about who's coaching them just yet, as long as we've got a manager. There you go. Put down the press release on that one then. Okay. Uh, Dan Johnson, final GCQ. GCQ, without sounding too negative, you know this oh, is going to be negative now, don't you? Going all Dave Cook's on us. Where do we go from here? A failed takeover from a seemingly wealthy consortium. As a club, we now have no assets, no assistant manager, despite a 48-hour time timeline, where we heard that before, a lack of transparency from our owner in inverted commas um i guess there's a question in there somewhere but yeah where do we go from here i want to go upstairs and watch a telly for me <laughs> I, re- I reckon stratford town is where we go <laughs> see i see woking i've already got a friendly against stratford town and i am looking forward to returning to shakespeare's home uh for the for the <laughs> inevitable friendly against uh the bards um Bring on the bards! Seriously, though, I, I don't know where we go from here other than we have to, you know, play what's in front of us, don't we? We know what the situation is. All we can do is engage, hope to be engaged, and, you know, you know we, can up, we can up certain things if we think it's worth doing. We can stop doing certain things if we think it's not worth doing. But I think as, as supporters... We know which way it's the wind blows. Yeah, we know which way the wind blows now. So we just gotta either go bend with, with the wind. <laughs> yeah, either go with it or jump off the ship. Like yeah. that's that's all there is to it now, isn't it? Um who knows? It won't be forever. Scott Priestnell himself says there's yeah. people come ask about clubs all the time. Um you know, there's did he say the summer's the time when people always look at buying football clubs? Silly so, season, wasn't it? He called it. Yeah. yeah. So who knows what's going to happen? But um, if we're building, if a board is being built, and he's going to be stepping down as chairman, yeah, he's sold the land, he's cleared a debt, he's he can sit there in the background as the owner. But if there's a board of people who care about the club there, then there will be some sort of um, checks and balances on how the club's being run one would presume if he is not going to be doing the running I guess that's how it works I don't know <laughs> still waiting for that concrete framework that we've been promised to arrive Yeah. where are we going? we're going to Dorking <laughs> yes Dorking yeah That'll be a there good you one. Go. yeah that will be a good one yeah um, alright then right we happy with that? We happy with Dawkins? Yeah. Well, how can you not be happy with Dawkins? <laughs> Cheers, lads. See you next week. Bye. Cheers. 
And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.